Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 120. Uh, I'm Ken McGuire. Uh, and joined as always in the studio by Shane O'Mite. Hold on, if I actually turn on your microphone, it'll help. Who are you? Shane O'Mite. Shane, oh, okay, very good. Like like, di- like dynamite. Like dynamite. Dynamite, yeah. very good. Uh, why? I, I, I just opened Twitter and I just seen hashtag AEW dynamite in trending. So I was like, oh, that, that's got to be my name. This is going to turn into an AEW podcast by, by the end of uh, at, at some stage, at the very least. Uh, how are things, Shane O'Mite? Tis grand, bye. I'm a European champion. I I'm, saw. We were going to, because this was going to be a part of, of this week's recording. Yeah, and then you I just got too excited. I got caught up in all the Champions League kerfuffle last night with Man City and Real Madrid. How many times did you save and reload your Champions League final? Oh God, I've I nearly done it after that game. <laughs> Jesus. The fucking state of the game. Well, first of all, congratulations to Preston North End. Oh yeah, what did you... Oh, you won the Conference League. I won the Conference League, Beck Alatasaray 4-0. I had uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach in the previous encounter. Yeah. I bet them like... I think it was... Was it 7-6 or something on aggregate? Oh, you, because did they beat you in the second leg They beat me 4-2 in the second yeah, leg. Now, I had all the work done. I had all the work done. Maybe it was 4-2. It was, sorry, I bet them 5 or 6. No, I bet them 6-5 on aggregate, I think. And they, they like, they came out. I went 2-0 up and I was, like, playing sailing. Yeah, because you did send this to me uh, on WhatsApp in the wind-up. Six, sorry, seven six had finished. Seven six. Was yeah, it? you're beating. You're beating four two in the second leg. Fairly even game, uh, by all things. Ahmed Hodzic. They just uh, got two very late goals. They did, and uh, then I was like, "Oh shit!" There's still two minutes extra is that time. Ferran Torres playing with Mönchengladbach. I don't think so. It's an F Torres, Harley Fernando Torres. Isn't I don't know. It? No, he sure he's well gone. Uh, 88 minutes and then Philip 90 plus 3. Jesus, that's squeaky bum time altogether. I know, I was shitting me wow. bricks. Wow. I came 13th with Preston though overall um, in the season and I'm going to stay with him I think next season unless a big job comes up some managers get sacked. It's a little bit kind of West Ham side of things. Terrible, not well, not quite terrible like safety anyway in the league. Yeah, well there wasn't much Champions between me and like ninth either like yeah. only about three or four points so um, there were some good results in there now they got to the quarter final of the Carabao Cup Manchester United bet them which is me I bet myself and then made it to did another treble with Man United because the team is sick but you wouldn't think about that game that I had against Liverpool didn't take a shot in the second half the first half of extra time second half of extra time Fernando or Bruno Fernandes got a yellow card in the 44th minute and then another yellow card on the 45th minute and was sent off. You had one shot on target all game. Yeah, all my shots came in the first half. Wow. I didn't get any and then just fucking scraped it on penalties. To be fair, or sorry, to be fair, to be fair uh, to Liverpool, 19 shots on on goal, only four of them on target. Jesus, they put you under some fierce pressure. They won 15 corners. Yeah, I had five at the back, you see. I couldn't get a sniff out of it. I I think it was Zabarni... Varan Martinez who I brought in who wasn't with in the game I just love him in real life yeah. uh, Shaw and Dallow Dallow Dallo on the wing yeah. Lukey Lukey Shaw Shaw Bellingham in the middle Frank Kessie in the middle how was Kessie getting on fucking class boy best one. well one of the best free pickups that I bought if you exclude Mbappe 
Six point six in a Champions League final. Like I think Haaland finished the season with sixty six goals. Uh, yeah, cheat code. Yeah, fifty something. Oh, definitely in the cheat league. code in FM twenty three in the league. I think and barely played him in the Champions League. It's funny, like he he does go for a lot of the top scorer kind of stuff in the season. Uh, like for for people in FM twenty three, um, but not at the level that he's operating on in real ah, life. It's ridiculous. It's man. like it's kind of oh, here's twenty goals here and twenty five. But still, goals it was here. too close of a race uh, with Liverpool. I think it bent by six points in the end, but it came down yeah. to like the last three days of the season or Liverpool yeah, just kind of fucking shit just, bed. just fell asleep yeah that seems seems to happen but that's, probably a, that's a fairly taken, good start to the week yeah I probably would have if the Wolves were a job came up now I'd probably take it with that 100 million 130 million Oof. budget because my Preston the board have only given me like 50 million yeah for the season like I'm going to be in the Europa League next season now I've seen Macias who I brought in at Sporting yeah, didn't I? I stole him from under my nose. He five played, million is he, all it was. He going played for. well with Leeds. I'm getting him for like I think twenty five million. He played well with Leeds. Uh, Leeds got Leeds got relegated though. So that's a good price, twenty five yeah. million quid. Yeah, but I only have fifty, so I'm trying to sell my my, yeah, my old surely, John Swift and but like uh, if Kurzawa you, is going to go. If you end up doing what I I suppose yeah for the summer it's a different story. For the winter you'd be alright if like if you can hang tough enough in the group stages. But rack up the TV money, yeah, and then use the TV money and leverage. I don't know. I kind of want to go now at this stage. Bayern Munich are sniffing around Luca, and they're sniffing around Demir. Uh, even though Demir hasn't been playing that great, but he hasn't been playing great because he's just fighting with me. The he whole has time. the potential. I have another lad, Sensi, coming in from free. Oh, he's yeah. at Inter Milan, so. Got, yeah. I got rid of him fairly quickly when we were playing in Italy. Not good, no. Uh, ah, it's, it's okay. It was like I, better options. But it might suit your Preston team. Um, anybody sliding into your DMs this week? While uh, we look at the no, I don't stuff? think so. Uh, I've been kind of fucking trying to sort out this stag that I'm going on this weekend. So, like, oh, I, forgot that, I haven't yeah. really looked at the internet much on, on anything else. Barrel, like fucking bus timetables because I am fucking driving down and driving back. Where is this? Cork. Oh yeah, okay. At least you've got public transport to Cork. Yeah, it's not well, bad. It's still annoying getting there. You gotta go down and find Kahuna, drag him out for points. Oh yeah, if you're listening, bro, yeah. <laughs> tell me the places to be. Hit. I heard the voodoo rooms. I have no, I haven't been in Cork in ages. I, I haven't been since I played rugby. We went that was a long time ago. That was a lifetime ago. Uh, your Aston Villa Andy has been in touch. Sexy bitch. Uh, so he says he has his team clicking now. This is his Ajax team. Uh, he's in the middle of the fifth season. I this, right. Uh, very short side note. I have great admiration for people who can get into like a third and a fourth and a fifth season because Christ Almighty, I struggle to get through like one. Or, or maybe even two seasons in the entire run of a game uh, but he's in the middle of the fifth season he's waiting for the Champions League trophy ooh nice uh, he thinks Makoko is going to go in the summer a lot of clubs sniffing around him but says uh, he'll be looking for a minimum 125 milli vanillies 23 out of 24 games won with Ajax he can kind of piss the air out of Izzy to be fair Makoko up front uh, he's Arda Guler out in the right wing a little Turkish gem uh, Kone and Subic in the middle uh, who else is in there Turati's in goal for him as well yeah he's actually looking fairly decent on that side of things uh, he's playing Guler as a CM uh, as a playmaker now and again off the bench as well which is an interesting side of things uh, have been looking around you can uh, send in the updates too on the old Twitter side of things at FMF show as they load here in front of me Danielson uh, says he's got himself a new graphics card so he thought that he'd start a new save to celebrate currently 
he's cur- sorry he's to celebrate I would imagine and then we'll let's just put it full stop in there he says currently at his team in Southampton uh, he's in the first season the January transfer window is just shut but uh, lo and behold he's in sixth two points off the top four much better than expecting uh, it wasn't expected to be so high up the table early in the save uh, didn't do anything fancy on the graphics card but got himself a nice update uh, Jack Best has been in touch as well uh, speaking to Jack maybe kind of Monday or Tuesday this week uh, the lads needed to give it a good go they needed Chelsea to beat Munich in the last round of his Champions League group stage so he's in Riga um, uh, or he's sorry he is Riga in Latvia uh, and he's completely dominating the league and has done for a couple of seasons but out in Europe he's finding it tough enough uh, a definite group of death for him on the Champions League Chelsea, Bayern and Porto uh, to be fair, he beat Porto home and away and he beat Munich at home, his biggest scalp to date, but the results didn't go his way elsewhere, so Chelsea and Bayern qualify out of that and he goes into the Europa League. He got Braga in there, the rest of the draw looks fairly beatable, so hopes are high that he can get to start his European trophy account. Uh, Metaman FM signed Valakari in the wind-up who I also have at Frankfurt and I also have at Benfica. Uh, he says, after a promising start, though, he's been poor. Despite that, he's made a title challenge. He's only missed out on two points after a draw at local rivals. Sibenik, he's in Croatia at the minute, uh, going two down inside two minutes. Then Valakari getting a red card for an elbow in the face. Jesus wept at uh, buyer's remorse. Uh, Senor Hector, Lee Riggs has been in touch. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> very polite uh, he sends his regards uh, last six games in Ligue 1 with Mets he's got a cup semi-final against PSG he was knocked out of the Champions League by Arsenal at the quarterfinals packing up the suitcase to save the next basket case offered the Cologne and the Stuttgart jobs uh, rejected both a fuck Germany new fuck season new club Germany's a tough task lads um, we'll, you'll find that out later it's a tough task at a shit team yeah, like unless you're Dortmund, you have a lot of people to sell, and you're just buying a lot of wonder kids. I think that's it. It's like unless you're and like seeing the way the league is going, obviously for us, unless you're Dortmund or Bayern, and they're they're, they're just jockeying. It's it's mm. like one is first one week and one it's is first mostly the next Bayern. Week, like, uh, so uh, Helstead's been back in touch. He said is uh, having spent what felt like the whole weekend just trying to bring in and organize what he could do with Oldham. Uh, oh, this is multiverse. Multiverse. He, he did get lucky and sold a few fringe players first, uh, plowing all the extra funds into wage bill. It was good idea uh, I kind of do a lot of that myself which helped he said he added a total of four new phases with two loans the first uh, three games started well two wins and a draw doesn't expect to get out of the division this season but he wants to play the long game he's going to put in a good foundation build on as for Brighton no Europe this year which will help and starting out with a win and a draw Fair play. And some fucking sick and players Tyler, like Casado. Oh, and, lads, that fucking Brighton team is. I think that I think Brighton is running the risk of getting picked apart. But if they do, they're on the kind of Chelsea money from last season. Yeah, I have Alexis McAllister on my team. What did you pay for him at that stage? Uh, Eight million. Yes, you and know. I have Enzo Fernandez, and I barely play him only because it was before he went to Benfica. Like if, if at least I um, hope it's the same fucking Enzo, Enzo Fernandez. <laughs> do you pick him up from River? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because like he was ten million, four he, million. Like, I think he was ten million to Benfica from River, mm. uh, and then one hundred and five million or whatever from um, from Benfica, Benfica to Chelsea. To Chelsea. Uh, Tyler Devine got the sack. Ah, Tyler. Yeah, it's Lee Riggs's fucking fault. He probably prick. is. Uh, he said he did get the sack at Liverpool after drawing against his former team Newcastle. He's now returned to Porto, where he spent one season, went undefeated in the league. He's going for Champions League glory now, and he's in twenty forty three. I don't get that's, how that's you twenty can... years in the future. God, I don't get how you can get sacked from a big team. 
Like all that money, you just plow it into it. But he doesn't you. have. This is the thing. He didn't have the. He didn't have the team. Sorry, he didn't have the. He has the. He has the name, and I would hazard by name and reputation comes expectation. So he has the name, and he doesn't have money. Didn't have the transfer funds. Had an aging squad. Was absolutely struggling on the resources side of things. Still, though, aging players go for big money. It's a, sometimes, like sometimes fucking, they do, sometimes they don't. Like if you were had Salah at thirty three, you're still going to get about forty million for him. Jesus, that's a lot of that's a lot of wedge. Like how much is Erling Haaland worth in my game now? Erling Haaland, one hundred and seventy one to one hundred and eighty six million. Uh, okay, I, yeah. no, no one's going to buy him though for that amount. And oh God, no! Not and, he's, that, and he's on five hundred k a week. Yeah, no, no. Lewandowski uh, finished the season with Man City in my multiverse uh, with thirty five goals. Okay. So that's not bad. That's fairly decent. And Dominic Calvert-Lewin was third with 23 goals, but Haaland was top with 52. I saw somebody added... Uh, did they add Barcelona and Madrid into the champion, into the Premier League to see how they get on? I think Madrid ended up winning it. Um, but Lewandowski as Barcelona finished top scorer in the Premier League, which yeah, is interesting. There you go. Uh, Martin Brommel has been in touch. Haven't heard from Martin in a while. Andy but he's Bomb. started a new challenge this week. The Manchester City FFP Sanctions Challenge. So, <laughs> yes. So you, yes, boy. So City get placed into the Vanarama National League. There's no Guardiola. There's players leaving. There's no sponsors. Stones, Foden, Stefan stayed loyal. And there's a three-year transfer embargo. Um, Dupe is also, or has also been doing this um, in the updates that we'd be getting listening to uh, Five Star that Potential. That sounds absolutely and shit. Actually, I tuned into the lads on Five Star Potential. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Funny stuff. Yeah. I didn't know there was an Irish guy involved. Yeah. Well, represent Mr. Madden or Mad, Mad FM represent uh, he said he started the save to do something uh, a bit different he reckons the first three seasons will fly as you can't do any scouting because you can't sign players so you just got to go at who you have loads of youth players that have League 1 and League 2 experience so it might be enough to get moves uh, like so do the players just automatically them. leave I think I think like you can refuse you can't uh, you can, I don't know how that works I've seen some people do the Man City thing where they release every player that was bought after um, after the, the City investment and City takeover any of the questionable years that came up in that report that That'd City be would be an investment oh yeah like the, the the club is torn apart bar kind of under 21 players and academy players uh, they do have Champions League also so that should be over very quickly I would say it will but best of luck and do, uh, and let us know and keep keep um, keep in touch on that one because I'd be curious to see how it goes let's talk about Germany Germany because we tried to get a, a whole bunch of games off I think we got five did we get five games well I got five games off you got I, good I, had, games off. I had two European games in there as well for this week so um we are where are we now we are March into April uh, and we reckon we have this episode and probably next ep- ne- like next week we should be finished with Germany which is great because it gives us a few days to actually figure out where we're going to go next if you've got a suggestion now is the time to let us know because we're going to finish up next week at FMF show on Twitter presuming that we finish up next week and then we'll we'll kick into uh, whatever will be season 11 uh, so um, for us we've just come off beating Leverkusen 2-0 uh, our run for this week looks like Dortmund away in the league they've just beaten Mainz uh, 4-0 including a brace from Mokoku uh, Chelsea at home in the Europa League last 16 Stuttgart at home Chelsea away and then away to Augsburg we get to play each other to finish things out uh, although we did it last night so it's not a live play uh, a win against Dortmund would actually 
move Frankfurt up to fourth, I'm told. It's a fairly tall task, fully expecting the wheels to come off this week. Uh, we did 10 straight wins from our board ultimatum to get points, so we do have breathing room. Uh, the board and supporters are expecting a draw because we have found form. They want to see Vuskovic back from injury, uh, and we lost our last four games against Dortmund. Um, a good Lord, this was terrifying. Uh, eight minutes on the clock. I was so concentrated on trying to keep Makoka quiet that I missed all the link-up play that was happening between Varela and Moray down the right-hand side. Moray all but walks the ball into the back of the net, does make it 1-0, uh, and eight minutes into the game, we're down. We hit an instant equaliser. An instant equaliser! <laughs> yeah! I love that, because it was class. Stark playing a ball out uh, from the back to Haig on the right wing. Uh, low cross up the middle to Belgio. Takes two touches outside of the box. Pops it on his right foot. Goes around the keeper and makes it one all. And I think that's... I think that's that's his, why I found him. I think that's his 16th goal in the league or 17th goal in the league this no. season. I'm not sure. Still third top scorer. Uh, Bellingham capitalises on a very poor clearance from Stark. Yeah. Uh, heads one. Uh, 20 yards to the edge of the box. Talis Magno. Thinks it over the defence to Adeyemi, who's waiting on the back post, and on the half an hour mark, we're 2-1 down. So we get one shot on goal the entire first half, and it was that effort from Belgium. How was it 2-1 then? No, uh, 2-1, sorry. 2-1. Yeah. Uh, so it was, there's, like, there's no uh, signs of us getting anything from it at all. We're very loose in our own area. They are flaking shots away. Loosey-goosey. 2-1 down at the break. Magno comes off for them. Uh, Torgan Hazard comes on. And then 53 minutes, we give away a penalty. Jackage pulls down Brandt on the edge of the box. Varela converts. It's game over at that stage. Time takes by. Trap keeps us in the game, like, kind of, you know just keeps the scoreboard more respectable we end up with two shots on goal the entire game one in each half we couldn't get in the ball couldn't put together anything on the play they're spreading it so Dortmund are so good their players are so good seems to just have my number like at every turn and I've been tweaking like a the whole way during the game just little things to kind of go okay do this do this you're tweaking that's your heroin addiction put these things down 10 game winning streak done finished absolutely looked like the Frankfurt of old and by old I mean before we were given the ultimatum on the board uh, or by the board uh, we looked terrible and now I'm like shit I've got two games against Chelsea coming up and I've got Stuttgart coming up and I have you coming up and if this is how my night is going to start it's going to be pure cack uh, on the plus Robbie was being beaten by Cologne and I'm just waiting for the news post to come in to say that he's been sacked but it hasn't happened yet yeah I've been asking the press about Robbie I was like fuck him <laughs> fuck him he abandoned us he left he abandoned us he did also talk about abandonment people might want to know what happened with Castle Warren in their cup fixture Oh, we didn't touch on that because I did say, I did allude to it last week that um, the game may or may not have happened and I was kind of joking at that stage um, but it, it didn't. It didn't happen, no. No. We got word Saturday morning that uh, the team that we were scheduled to play couldn't fulfil the fixture hence the title has been awarded to us. Yeah. It's bittersweet because it's been our fourth fucking final in a row. We yeah. lost the previous three and now we were awarded this by proxy. Um, lots of kerfuffle happening in regards to it. People probably don't respect us as champions either. I wouldn't. It's like, what can you do? Like, I know, not like, that I wouldn't. But. Like, on, we found out Thursday night it might be happening. When I was yeah. on stage, Kilkenny Comedy Club, which was one of the best nights we've ever had down there, I was getting like phone calls off fucking loads of different people about loads of different fucking things. My phone was hopping all weekend. We just wanted to play a game. We had people taking off work. We had people changing flights. We had people who missed it because they thought the game would have been on a Sunday and they were due to fly back in Saturday night. Then the game was on a Saturday, so we were missing people. But we were like, we just want to play the fucking fixture because we have loads of people that 
want to go back yeah. playing GEA. We have people that will play for the village, which is managed by Brian Cody, the Kenny Hurling legend. And most of our team are village players. You know what the problem is? And I, I've, I've just realised it as you were explaining it to me. So you're in the Ken and Michael Byrne Cup yeah. final, uh, which is a Division 2 Cup final. But you got promoted to Division 1. So I'm assuming that means that you can't play and defend the Division 2 Cup next exactly. season. Dang. Yeah. Now we still have a semi-final and hopefully a final to look forward to in the form of the Shawnee O'Connor Memorial Shield. Yeah. And this will probably be the only time it gets played because it's a lower division cup like the Papa yeah. John's Trophy or whatever. So because the amalgamations of the leagues anyway... Oh, yeah, that's that happen, it, yeah. it won't it won't it won't be in play. I'd say next year, which is a which is a massive shame. But so it gives us something to play for, and they might award us the the cup. But uh, go out and win it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Go out and win it. Right, where do you start for this week? Then? RB Leipzig. <laughs> Best of luck. Yeah, board and the fans expect a draw. Will you fuck off? The so, lads are four. Sesco's up top here, isn't he? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I'm going five at the back anyway. Ellingson with Oxford and Uda Ake. Grab him, Birch, because I can't afford not to play him. Ivan Isik and uh, I have Ibra, Cordova and Lopez is my front three. Three minutes in from a short corner, five passes later, lands at Ibrahimovic. Boom, 1-0. Yes. Yeah. Go on to Bays. We start, I'm, that's my cork. All right. But No, that's, right. that's Limerick. You all right, bye? Yeah, that's more cork. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I used to work in cork, uh, every summer and every holiday, my uh, uncle has a roofing business down there. And when I'd come back, I'd go down on a Sunday night and I'd come back on a Friday and I'd bounce on a Friday night, bounce on a Saturday night and go back down Sunday. And every time I'd like answer my phone, I wouldn't say hello. I started going, yeah. <laughs> Shane? Yeah. <laughs> Story. That's, that's the cork thing. What's the crack, boy? It's literally two hours from Kilkenny, but it, it may and then, like, my, it, it'd start fading then, like by the time Sunday hits and then I go back down and then I'm talking like that. Alright boy We go for the onions We go for the onions Do you know what the onions are? No Lunch <laughs> Only found that out Fair enough I was terrible on the roof I should not have I was I, I was in like Bantry I think it was Bantry That's in Cork Yeah And we were on a roof And it was like raining But we like It was two hours away from Middleton Where I was fucking staying And I had like a tech gun And I was like fucking Putting in flashings And I kept getting like Electrocuted off the fucking thing I was like so you know what I did, right? Get, I, get an umbrella. I, it was from like this was Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And then uh, uh, Thursday hit, and I was fucking sitting there in the lashing rain. I was drenched driving back to Middleton, and I heard uh, an ad for oxygen. Oh, for the festival? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, Jay-Z, Eminem, Kings of Leon, and Kasabian, all these class bands. I think Prodigy could have been there. Yeah. I was like, remember when festivals were class? And I just turned to my uncle and I went, I'm not coming in tomorrow. He goes, what? Says, I'm going back to Kilkenny. You all right? I said, I'm going to oxygen. Okay. When will you be back? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't go back for the rest of the summer. I got so sick after oxygen. Because, <laughs> oh, you went? Oh, I went, yeah. <laughs> I went down Friday morning, bought my tickets, got fucking about 18 cans of tuna and about 48 cans of beer. And drank them over the weekend, and it was class. But it was very, very rainy. Sorry, why did you bring tuna? Because that's all I was going to eat over there. Up Jesus. There. I was just going to sustain myself on tuna. And I got 
so fucking like because it was raining and it was lashing it was like one of those festival things I was like mud sliding there's a whole there's photos of me just absolutely like looking like Caked. the fucking uh, the Glastonbury job or something what, what, what's the the, the, this, the muddy the guy the big Bigfoot looking like Bigfoot yeah. but just covered in mud and what happened was all my sweat glands got caked in mud because I fell asleep and I had to go home because I only get drunk at a festival say proper drunk on the last day of it yeah because I love going around and seeing all the bands. I think I seen I seen Amy Winehouse at like three o'clock in the day, and I was like, Ah, Amy Winehouse! And my sweat glands got so clogged with mud that I broke out in this whole body rash for Jesus. like for two weeks. I had all these red lumps over me. I my throat was fucking gone. I couldn't do anything. My uncle was like, "You coming back?" I was like, <laughs> anyway, we're one nil up. We start doing really well. Four shots, three on target. They only have one on target. And then I start getting lost in the Madrid and City game for a bit. Yeah. Because it was... Look, just watching Man City play, I was like, oh my... It was a car crash. Goodness gracious. I don't, we're we're going to have a piece uh, and, and a good discussion for scoreline for the show for the weekend. For the, for this, if you're if you're listening in real time around the kind of 20th of, of May. Um, but uh, Madrid... And like I, I said it to you last night. It's like, or I said it somewhere last night. It's like, were Madrid genuinely that bad, or is everybody else now waking up to the realization that City might actually just be that damn good? It's it's they were terrifying. It was unnatural the way like Real Madrid couldn't lay a glove on them. I th- I seen the way City were lining up, and I know it's only the commentary when they pl- yeah. go throughout the whole scenes, and you had like John Stones in the center of the park with Rodri, and I was like, well, he's going to be dropping back in, and then you're looking at like five attackers, yeah. like just in by, over uh, above Rodri, and you're like, this is fucking sick, man, and you're trying to figure out how they're playing and their formations because naturally, like before, I would have been like, oh, they're playing four at the back, but like Fabian Delfer, Kyle Walker, kind of drift into being like a defensive midfielder when it needs to be but they were doing that with John Stones last night instead and I don't know it was just fascinating to watch and I felt bad for poor Camavinga playing left back because he's definitely a centre midfielder playing left back and then yeah, you have then Bernardo, Bernardo Silva getting two goals out of that yeah. it's just absolutely ridiculous and uh, it makes me fear for the FA Cup final to be honest with you yeah. between Manchester United and I would if I was a United fan or a solid Inter supporter for both for the Champions League like, final I don't even final. remember United in their pomp Playing like that, no, you know what I mean. They, I, I, I like. They, I remember they bet Roma like seven one in two thousand and eight. I think en route to the Champions League final. I could be wrong on that. It could be just before that, but they, they didn't even like. There were great goals or whatever. It was a great result, but it didn't look as slick as what Man City were doing. But for for all the top tier teams that City have put three or four plus goals past this season, there is a very. I think there is a very strong possibility that you get to the FA Cup final, and if the result read. City 4 United 1 you'd be like somewhere along the line I kind of saw that coming I do see it coming like it is it's 100% coming like I don't United have had a lot of injuries I know Sabitzer has gone now for the rest of the season Uh, Ericsson is just absolutely fucked even though he had a bit of a layoff Casemiro looks like a different player again Um, you have Weghorst probably could be playing up front or a disinterested Anthony Martial you you don't know what you're going to get because United shit the bed against Sevilla Tactically, they were outdone. They were overworked in the midfield. Man City don't have a lot of fucking centre midfielders, but the one guy can do the job for a lot. Of yeah, you know. And then it's just the attackers. So then, are you going to have Varane? Are you going to have Martinez? Is it going to be Lindelof? Is it you know? You don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like Martinez is still injured, so he's gone for the rest of the season, isn't he? 
Shaw, Basaka, Delow, they're going to get absolutely fucking... Just like they did. I know they bet them already this season, but they got whooped when I was in Croatia watching mm-hmm. that game. And 6-3 flattered Man United. Absolutely flat. And 4-0 flattered Real Madrid. It did, it could, to be fair. It could have Courtois been. fucking... If, if it had turned out to be 6 or 7-0, you'd be just, you know, you may as well have just given them the trophy last night. Anyway, anyway we can total digress. Let's I look back. back from the Champions League game <laughs> and back at my screen and we're still winning! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Scintillating the comms say. Iago taking a pot shot from fucking nowhere. Scintillating play from Augsburg. Fuck ah, why are you Michael on? Right out the back, they equalised after the break. Um, always expected. Nkuku finds Almo and he finds Sorlot. He buries it past Kubek uh, with their second shot on target. Ten minutes later, their third shot on target after Oxford absolutely fucking fucks up a basic pass. Uh, Nkuku punishes them. It looks offside. But it wasn't. Yeah. It looked very offside. Ravella and Vargas come on. Some fucker playing bass next door as well. I have that written down because there's a kid next door that I'm like, yeah, keep playing your music, kid. I used to be in a band, Infected Prayer, represent what? And he he plays the bass so loud, Ken, that it shakes things in my sitting room. Wow. It's all my wrestling collection. I nearly put my fucking fish through the wall there the other night. Because it was like shake. I had I, I won an award for like acting, and it was like shaking it off the mantelpiece. <laughs> and I was, and I just went up, and I went boom. And about two seconds later, he stopped and he turned it down. And I was like, "You little fucker, you break my award." Anyway, Martins comes on. Uh, I go full Leroy. I lose two one anyway. We were better in the first half, but dropped off significantly in the second. Obviously, because we yeah. conceded two goals, and uh, then like. You know when those loan thing happens where you have to talk to the other manager and they're not playing them in position or not playing them enough? Yeah. I've noticed that I've had a lot of these conversations as Augsburg manager and every single manager has come back with sass. Oh, oh, well. They're sassing me. They don't respect by me. Tells me. They're not respect by me. They're like, well, I have better things who, to do. Who have you got on loan that you need I've, to be doing this? I have like a goalkeeper on loan or whatever and I have a few fucking right back, you know, just... Like Ricardo Pepe, remember I was telling you about him, they bought him for 20 million from FC Dallas and now he's at RB Leipzig in the under-19s. And I'm like, here, play them. And they're like, nah, son, fuck you, who are you? Oh, you shit the bed in Portugal, you bitch. Uh, okay. So anyway. Uh, we go to Chelsea. Chelsea. So we Chelsea, got we got ourselves Chelsea. some European football. We're going to Chelsea, uh, and the board and the fans bless their optimism. It's glorious. They are uh, expecting a draw, uh, and I I would love to give them the draw. To be fair, I don't know if I can. Uh, Omega is back from injury. It was certain Bellotti up front for the European game. We Chelsea. We did beat Chelsea three one in the um, in the I was going to say in the in the FA Cup in our last preseason game. No, uh, it kind of caught me by surprise a little. Like we were. We were very good. Um, and How good were you, Ken? We were, on we were very good. Um, but again, we've had a terrible run of form. We've had a bit of a mixed run of form. Then we hit like a startling run of form. And now, having come off the most humbling of defeats to uh, Dortmund, we go to Chelsea. Uh, actually, we're at home to Chelsea. And 10 minutes in, we have one shot on goal. We also have three yellow cards. Uh, Haig was pulled down inside the box in 30 seconds, left looking for the referee. Nobody is bothered. First decent effort uh, is on 20 minutes. Hit the target with a long shot from Lindstrom, but it amounts to nothing. Already have Scally and Stark at the back now on yellow cards as well, which is kind of shit. Uh, and then Bellotti hits the post. Hits the post, boy. Uh, question for you. Yeah. Um, have you been a, an observer of how your... Uh, 
How many times you hit the woodwork this season? Uh, not particularly. Not so much that it would stand out to me. What would you do if I told you that for all the games that we were playing last night that I'm fairly sure I was in double figures for the amount of times I hit the woodwork? I would say that you need to work on your finishing count. Yeah, I would say I need to do that too. Stark goes again, 37 minutes, almost a Svanberg free kick, 30 yards out. Stark gets ahead on it, hits the crossbar. I've had so many balls come off the crossbar I've had lads hitting the post Bilotti had just hit the post anyway we get to half time nil all uh, Muani comes on because uh, I gave him a little bit of a break thinking first leg at home Lindstrom is in good form we can get a little bit out of it and see how he goes so Muani comes on um, see if he can make some kind of a difference Chelsea almost came a penalty to open the first half and to be fair probably unlucky not to get the penalty yeah uh, momentum though you kind of feel is turning Chelsea's way they nearly have a second one uh, seven minutes later Havertz gets pulled down in the box we get away with it Trap is absolutely keeping us in the game and just as I go to make a substitution the bar and the colours and everything starts flashing on the screen and I see that Chelsea go 1-0 up I have no idea what happened because I'm making a substitute at the time I didn't pause the game to do it I just went and did it uh 83 minutes we had our best run of play for the game just 12 passes in the build up Bore is out in the left he's come on kind of like late in the second half uh, with Muani switched out to the right hand side he breaks through on goal also hits the post that's the third time in the game we've we've at least hit the post whatever about the crossbar we're full on attacking in the final 10 minutes we're really pushing up we're chasing the equaliser but it's a 1-0 defeat I lose Haig for 5 weeks to injury and I'm going to lose Joe Scally for the second leg away as well so then we have to go to Stuttgart Okay, uh, and it's Stuttgart we've Stuttgart at home I have to make two changes Zimmerman is at right back Scali is suspended and I didn't think Scali was suspended for, for the league side of things but I, I don't know if it's a if it's a kind of a legacy thing or a bug thing or he's suspended for the league for yellow cards and then he's suspended also for Europe for yellow cards it's very possible I've Mawani playing as a striker on the right with Belgio on the left I've Bore out in the left wing and I now have Kamada on the right because Haig is injured takes 25 minutes against Stuttgart and keeping in mind we've just been whooped by Dortmund I feel we've been whooped by Chelsea even though it was only 1-0 um, so we're, we're looking for, for the win to get some kind of good feeling back in the squad for this week uh, we get the breakthrough not even a replay of what happened but I'm pretty sure that Stark got himself to the edge of the box and just let fly we've got three shots on goal three on target in the first half been trying to get Moani to stop drifting out to the right uh, or getting drawn away and the same for Bore so change their instructions get them to sit a little bit narrower stick to their positions and then Bore 39 minutes just as he's looking aggressive and Dicka and Dedic combine Dedic floats one over the top to Bore. He's made more of that narrow roll. Uh, he wallops one in across the box, makes it 2-0. Super strike. Talk to everybody individually at the break. They're all in full thick, dark green colours. Everybody is fired up for the second half. Svanberg goes and smacks a free kick off the crossbar and Dicka comes off 10 minutes later for Vuskovic. So he's coming back from injury. I'm like, this is great. We're getting back in form. And then a dick is flagged pre-game for lack of fitness. Um, so I need to give him because I have Chelsea coming up midweek. So now I've got like Chelsea, I've, I've Chelsea, got four Chelsea. four games in the space of ten days or something. We're you know that hasn't been a thing. Uh, they've pulled one back on fifty-six minutes. Tiago Thomas 
who's a great player uh, in FM anyway, makes a goal for, like from out the right Diego Thomas the was uh, with me at Sporting he was yeah well, he was already loaned out yeah and he's, he's doing the loany thingy here now and he's kind of making me pay for it as well Little he squares it to Alario in the 6 air box sweeps home and now we have the feeling that the momentum is going to shift again because they start pressing and pressing hard they get 3-4 quality chances away up to the 70 minute mark and then out of nowhere Dedich curls one from wide left beats the keeper comes back off the crossbar <laughs> down and fucking trickles away three games three games so much woodwork in three games Mainz are whooping Cologne 4-0 I think Robbie's going to get the sack Gotcha comes on he's whipping shots in and out for sport we go cautious haven't gone cautious all season we go cautious for the last 10 minutes we are under savage pressure five minutes of out of time we hang on for the win we oh, hang on. So happy for you. Thank you so much. We hang on for a 2-1 win. And the question, has the time spent on the training ground by Bore to adopt a completely new position been worth the weeks and months of effort? The answer, I know with every fibre of my being that it's been a success, especially in this version of the multiverse. Oh! It's in the script, lads. It's in the fucking script, mate. It is in the script. It's there. To be seen for Miles all. Miles Jacobson, you're listening, son. Yeah. You're listening. So, give, I, us, a little, give us a little retweet, you bitch. I had Stuttgart. Who did you have? I had Fire Freiburg. Okay. A bit of a very enthusiastic reference. Reference. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just coasting out at this stage, though. I don't give I'm just clicking. Don't really give a fuck. Uh, getting my summary reports, you know. That, oh, maybe this person needs to have his playing changed. Playing time changed. Fuck off. When have you ever done that? Yeah. No, no. Maybe Erling Haaland can't be a star player anymore. Let's reduce him to backup. Fuck how, off. How about no? Stoop, why are you employed? They're tent. Board expect a loss, but uh, they wanted to draw against RB Leipzig. Yeah. They wanted to draw against the four place RB Leipzig. Will you get your, will you get your shit together, Miles Jacobson? No. Kilometre Jacobson. That's yep. what we call him. Uh, I go four two three one. Rick Vargas, Martin, and Framberger all in. Kubik is in action straight away. Pulls the ball out of the corner. Whoever shades scores it immediately after. Goes the VAR ruled out. Ooh, 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 you well ooh, done. Ooh, 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 ooh. They look dangerous from set pieces. I give a bit of Demi Moore because fuck Gwyneth Paltrow and fuck Lee Riggs. That works as we start being a bit more offensive. Then they turn the tie by forcing another Kubik save. I go more positive, Kenneth. Freiburg start taking control and they hit the poste. They're probably taking advice off you on how to shoot. They probably were, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. We dropped off big time after a goal more positive. After we didn't get shot off for a long time, but it was only a matter of time. On 44, Shad finds Dolan, who breaks the defence. Simple finish. Water bottle gets a kicked. Job. Yeah. Everyone's demotivated. Bastards. They're controlling possession before Gravenberch picks up the ball, does a little Ryan Giggsy from the halfway line. Gets a past... What, what, what's that song? Vieira! Whoa! Vieira! Whoa! He gave Ryan Giggs the ball and Arsenal won fuck all! Vieira! Oh, You know, from that 99 semi-final replay. Full hour. Yes. Well, it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work with grabbing Birch anyway. Really. Uh, but he runs the pitch, executes a fine corner finish. One all. Fabi is off. Ivan Usyk is on. Then disaster on 70. Gunta runs down the left, finds Hula. 2-1. Vargas injured so he's off for Han Cordova off for Ibra Ivan Usyk runs down the right rips it in Ibra 
game of age fourth goal of the season on the 87th minute I see six minutes at a time I go fuck but it ends two all so I'm happy enough with that Ibra is in fine form they said he scored the winning goal they go oh he scored four goals in 21 appearances and also should note that Ibrahimovic scored the winning goal in the 2017 Carabao Cup final (laughs) that was years ago you were like you know he has a lot he's bigger accolades than that yeah in the time in between thanks ladies but we did be Southampton that day Um, so I was like you know what Ibra you're going to get a new contract for next season. You're going to turn 43 at Augsburg. Jesus Christ. He rejected it. <laughs> he wants to weigh up his options at the end is of he the only, season. He's only on a one-year contract anyway yeah. at the minute, isn't he? Um, so he rejected it. And then I realised that we have a two, two and a half week break. break yeah. So I just holiday for 10 days. Yeah. See you later, lads. I'm going to Barbados. Because we're, we're, ne- we're next up after the holiday, aren't we? Which means that either before the holiday starts, I think it's before the holiday starts, I get the second leg against Chelsea. And if you thought the first leg was great fun, well, the second leg is full of spice. I got Trapped Edit, Stark and Dicka, Smolchich, Muwani and Lindstrom on the wings. Not all of them, but I've got my back four and the two boys in the wings. I've got Sow and Jackich in the middle. Svanberg is a bit in the tired side or wrecked side. Uh, I've got Belgium and Bellotti up front again. I'm persisting with Bellotti. He can. He has delivered in, as part of that 10-game run. He just hasn't done it uh, uh, this week. Uh, you know, we'll give him another week. So Dedic uh, is actually playing as a right-back. I've, yep. I've played him as a left all season but I don't have Scally because uh, he's suspended Zimmerman isn't the best option there and I at least I have Smolchich that can go out as left back we get two shots away at least in the opening 15 minutes of the game we are counter attacking for this one we're away from home I'm happy to throw as much shit as the wall as I can in the hope that some of it sticks there is Nothing that happens on the highlights front. Belgio gets close to opening the scoring on the half hour mark, and Dicka picks up a knock on thirty eight. And you can see, like you can see that he's off the pace, uh, so he's going to get pulled at halftime. Uh, and Dedic is also bando, uh, banjoed, I should say, uh, at halftime. Now, though, I did have a case where Tuta, and I, I don't know if this has had a, an impact on players for during the week. Tuta, uh, somebody in in Brazil. Fluminense or Flamingo or, or one of those boys uh, came looking for him. Um, and because the the Brazilian season, I'm guessing is is getting ready to start or whatever happens in in the summer at the end of the thing. Anyway, anyway, their transfer window is open and ours isn't. Um, but they're looking for an immediate transfer for Tuta. I'm not happy to let him go now. And they want to pay two million for him. I'm looking for five and a half million for him. I reject it. Then he gets pissed that he's rejected him. Like, well, look, if they come back with a better offer, this is how it's going to go. But all of a sudden, the Brazilian guys that are in the squad and the South American guys that are in the squad and anybody that's friendly with Tuta is now pissed because of my treatment of him. So I don't know if that's had a kind of an impact on how people are performing this week. Uh, I have Tuta on the bench in case I need him as a as a right back. Anyway, long story cut short, they got a half time. They take off Pats and Daka at the break because Daka's playing up front for Chelsea. Uh, and they bring on uh, Raheem Sterling. And I swap in Dicka for Vuskovic. So we've been playing for set pieces for the first half. We haven't won a sniff of a corner or a free kick. So take it off and then it's game over. Sterling gets a lucky break on 54. He's going for goal. He gets a deflection on Vuskovic. He's only on the pitch nine minutes. Makes it 1-0. Ten minutes later, he's made it 2-0. Almost identical. Through on goal. Beats the last man. Doesn't get the deflection this time. Beats Trap on his right-hand side. 2-0 on the night. 3-0 on aggregate. I've got Cassanti from my B team who's coming on the wing for his senior day debut as does Omega who doesn't have a senior debut but he's also coming on and he does get one back 69 minutes commentary is like the boys are back in the game 
three boys back in game boys come back is on come back is on we go very attacking like all out attacking all the way to the very end Kovacic gets a third on the night it's now 4-0 on aggregate sorry 4-1 on aggregate uh, on 87 minutes but uh, I've tuned out at that stage the monster run of form as well in the rear view mirror he gets a fourth two minutes later on 89 minutes it's a carbon copy of Sterling's goal we just we just got eight alive 4-1 on the night 5-1 on aggregate boys unhappy about Tuta uh, but we're gone that's it European dream is done and dusted apologies to all Frankfurt fans uh, Buta is gone during the international break he's injured for 6 weeks Tuta is gone during the international break he's injured for 4 weeks these are two hernia injuries side by side within a matter of clicks and Dicka picks up a knock we move into April um, we've got Augsburg coming up next that's with you then we've got Mainz, Hoffenheim, Nuremberg and Hertha going to finish out with Cologne and Schalke next week to finish off the season I've eight players involved in international action two more at the start of the week um, that were back Belgium does score for Croatia I did, I did catch up on that which can only be a good thing um, and and that's about it and I need something to happen because we've had the win against Stuttgart which is okay but I would have expected us to perform a little bit better against Chelsea like nil all to half time and then to concede four goals in the second half um, it was a little bit like outrageous a little bit like watching City in Madrid last oh, night. oh look at you with the topical stuff I know. so anyway Augsburg what were your thoughts what were your preparations for this how, uh, how are preparations going I don't know I kind of went a bit defensive um, I I tried to confirm some loan signs beforehand and the every like for next season the ones that are currently there like Ravella yeah. uh, there's another one in there as well and uh they were all off Fabio Martins and oh, yeah. the club were like he needs to be in a different environment next season I was like Oof. I've never even seen that fuck y'all fuck y'all uh, so I went defensive with this uh, I took Oxford off as a ball playing defensive uh, defender because I've seen him just fuck up way too many passes I put yeah. Ellingson in there who is a midfielder who can play it. Wait, so what role did you give Oxford just centre back okay because I got a question mark about him why You'll find out in a sec. Uh, I start Ravella and I go with uh, Demirovic, who I barely play instead of Cordova up top because he scored for Bosnia during the week. I was like, you know what? I'll give him. I haven't given him enough shake. He's yeah, he's doing all right. I'll I'll see if I can get him. His first start in a long time. And then before the game, I pump fist. I was like, gets up for the match. And then we did fuck all. Yeah, you're kind of cack. First half, you're kind of cack. Yeah, uh, we like. I was fully expecting you to, as well to go because I had been advised, and I was like, "Shit, maybe he's doing the four-two-three-one," but you didn't either, did you? You lined up with that five at the back. Uh, yeah, and kind of played played it fairly played it fairly narrow. You have two in the two in the middle and two up top. Um, Sorry, two in the middle and AMC and two up top. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Muani um, gets the first shot away on two minutes. Played in by Bory and Svanberg. Then Jackic with a long shot and four gets nothing for it. I actually thought it was in the back of the net because the game froze. And I was like, oh, it's a goal. This is amazing. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was like, please don't crash because I haven't saved it in over two hours of playing. Um, and then Bory hit the crossbar with a header in five minutes from the, from another corner. And we've got like two or three corners early doors. And then Svanberg sphinx, <laughs> sphinx a direct free kick. Uh, so Reese Oxford pulled somebody down on seven minutes. I don't know who it was. 
as your central defender and gets booked and then Svanberg steps over the ball and smacks it into the top right corner makes it 1-0 27 minutes uh, Jakic who I thought was going to score very early on has the ball in the back of the net as well Muani tees it up but I was distracted setting up corners to try and get something from all the set pieces that we were winning set piece uh, Muani is on a yellow card out in the right wing so it turns out that he started to play himself out in the right he finds Bellotti on the edge of the box who rolls it to Belgio who's on his left hand side now I have Belgio playing in a defensive role as a pressing forward Do so he you can know. so he can drop much deeper and one of his traits is also in in terms of dropping deep and comes deep to get the ball um so belgio all of a sudden looked like he was being the sporting version of belgio as opposed to the frankfurt version of belgio and instead of taking the opportunity to have a shot and goal and i don't know if it's because he's he's set defensively minded he knocks it out of the box and off to the right-hand side, like out of the box on the right-hand side, to where Muwani's waiting. You know, I thought that he was in a much better position to have a crack at it. So Muwani ends up holding up the ball, but everybody has forgotten that Jakic was involved at the start of the play and has made the run from midfield the whole way deep into the box, completely unmarked, slaps at it first time and makes it 2-0. Uh, so this is on 27 minutes. 34, Svanberg starting to pin corners to the back post and Dicka forces a quality save from the first one. And then we miss the second one. Um, I kind of feel like Belgio was being boxed out. Had you anything specific on him? Uh, last season, he just absolutely shit the bed in the second half of the season. That could be. That could be it. Maybe Actually, that, that could be it because his form was much better in the first half for me than the second half because like league goals ways he's starting to dry up compared to where he was. It's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? Man? Even, like even even when we were losing games, he was scoring goals. Yeah, and then he had like he was gone for six weeks or, or eight weeks through injury, and then he came back and he was scoring goals. But the last couple of weeks, bar that, and this in the same way you're giving your man a, a crack up front because he scored for Bosnia. I'm like Belgios after scoring for Croatia. He's a chance here. Let's get his shit going. Exactly. And then he doesn't. Diego Lopez, though, hit the post, stroke at halftime. Yeah, he did. Like, we, I had no fucking highlights from my thing for, like, the first 30 minutes, I'd say. Yeah, it was so, fairly... Bar the, bar the goals, it was fairly quiet. And then I changed it up at halftime. Uh, I went 4-2-3-1 uh, because we weren't... Uh, no, I, initially, during the game, during the last 15 minutes, I went to a flat back four. I pushed Ellison up as uh, DM. So to make it like a diamond, uh, just to yeah. kind of stop the rock, because I'm not able to get the ball out in the middle of the park. Um, the midfielders aren't there to collect the ball off, say, a ball-playing defender. So yeah. I dropped uh, Ellison in there and ended up getting the balls from from Oxford and Udi. Um, but then I just completely fucking changed it in the second half, and I just went 4-2-3-1. Yeah, which which would seem to work out an awful lot better for you, yeah. judging by your second half performance, kind of stats wise. Yeah, I I did a higher line as well and a higher press, and I went wider. Yeah, because it was going out wide, like the ball over the top. Um, after I encouraged them to go direct, made it nearly work. I went full Leroy Jenkins. Ivanisic burst the ball off the keeper. Fucking Cordova nearly scored an injury time. Yeah. Cordova missed a few chances. So yeah, I know. We we lost but you know second half performance I would arguably even say we were better than you in the second half oh no you were you were full on better than us like we didn't do anything to improve from where we were we like we finished very strongly in the first half yeah. but then plateaued at the first half and just stayed that way all the way at the half time like my back four uh, my back four all ended up with like a 7.6 7.3 7.2 7.6 and trap on a 7.7 and those ratings are from the second half yeah. because of the 
pressure that they were soaking up um, from the work ye ended up doing. And I have nothing of I have nothing of note. We had eleven shots on goal in the first half, hit five on target, we won five corners. And the only thing I can say about how we played in the second half was that Kamada and Vuskovic came on for the last ten minutes with Bore off. Valakari came on and Muani came off. Like it was just kind of empty in the bench. Uh, and and had gone from playing two up top to dropping in a DM as well, thinking shit, I need to kind of shore stuff up here because seeing your tactical change and the pressure that you were starting to put us under I was happier to just try and get out of there with the 2-0 rather than try and and, uh, and take the win any further so it, it looks good it, like I mean the result is good for us yeah. um, and good for Frankfurt it means that we're up to 6th in the league uh, all of a shot we've got 51 points now from 28 games and we've got 6 games to go we're out of Europe all the games are on a Saturday all the games are on at the same time we're going to breeze through the end of Germany we both still have jobs. Yeah, I have Cologne next, so hopefully I'll fucking knock Robbie off his fucking perch. <laughs> I think that's going to be a thing. We have uh, we've Mainz at home who are ninth. We have Hoffenheim away who are fifth. We go to Nure- no, sorry, we've Nuremberg at home who are in seventeenth. Uh, we're away to Hertha who are seventh. Then we also have Cologne second last game of the season. That's our last home game, and then Schalke are eighth. So like we're playing like we four games against teams that are just above us or just below us. Yeah, and then two in the relegation side of things. So. I figure if I can get two, maybe three wins out of the six, mm-hmm. that's that's what I'll be aiming for. But it's got Frankfurt sniffing around the Europa Conference League places at the very least, which you're so proud of. Uh, which I'm so <laughs> given my Champions League performance and my Europa League performance, they'd be uh, like blessed. Well, if fuck them! That's next season. Through. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So that's it. So any uh, any any like we're going to be we're going to try and finish out Germany next next week. Yeah. Um, and then a week after we're into. Uh, a whole new ball game, and we get to say goodbye to Germany. Yeah, thank fuck for that. I'm just, I'm just delighted that we. That I'm, I'm genuinely surprised because the simulations that I ran for it to see where we were going, um, you were the only one that managed to hold on to a job yeah. until like playing the tactics that we had all set out to play at the start of the season with yeah. the players that we had, um, uh, at least up until the very end of the season. Um, but uh, repeatedly I was sacked in uh, November Robbie sacked by December and then when I go after the poor run results to get the new manager bounce and they end up finishing kind of 7th or 8th in the table Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of hoping that we can at least shore, shore that up we have a little bit of safety but like the distance between 6th and 4th is only a point or two and also the distance between ninth and sixth is only a point or two as well. So it's still really bunched between those four teams. I don't know what the others' run-ins are like, but I get to play everybody around me between here and the end of the season. So yeah, that's that's where we're at. Lovely. For this week. So multiverse done and dusted, at least in terms of the, the Champions League is done and the Europa Conference League is done. Yeah. Um, so for United, where do you go for next season? If you're already shopping yourself around and looking for alternatives to Preston. Oh, uh, I'm just kind of clicking away here. I was just after selling Kurzawa and John Swift. I brought in Sensi. I don't really know. Macias is probably going to go to a bigger team for on the Preston side of things. I, I haven't really done a full in-depth because there's a lot of fucking dredges in there as well. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I went mad in January and I brought in like Lalana and Chikorito and... <laughs> <laughs> I just love having those older heads and you know what though I think having those older heads helped get me over the line very possibly because like I needed some of them to play some of the maybe any of the cup games that I had or whatever can, can you see your team dynamics there uh, out of curiosity dynamics yeah like oh sorry you know uh, maybe it's not dynamics can you uh, the, the hierarchy 
Oh yeah, that'll be in dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you go to your hierarchy, so who are your team leaders there? Uh, Alanga, Ahmed Hazij, and John Swift. John Swift has been sold to Trapanzor for fourteen million vanillies. Okay. And then you have uh, Luca, Conor Gallagher, Joe Hart, who I brought in, who's retiring, so I need yeah. to get bringing another keeper. Uh, Sanderberg, who's leaving on loan. Alanga will be leaving, but I'm looking to buy an Alanga off my United team. Mitrovic might get rid of. I don't know. Vandervoort, Yusuf Demir, Palversa, Kalulu, and Agu. Um, the likes of uh, Esposito, he won't join again on loan, but Chicharito's in just in influential players. Okay. So, uh, yeah, who's, who's at the top there? Uh, Alanga, Ahmed Hodzic, and okay. Jonathan Swift. And who's who's above him? Is there is there one above him? No. That's me. Oh, that's you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's as, as me. the manager, obviously enough. Yeah. Okay, but that's decent for Alanga. Yeah, well, like Alanga's been on loan. Two, uh, se- two seasons now? Three. Three. And Sanderberg's been there four seasons. Okay. And Liverpool player. I tried to buy him and they were like 40 million. I was like, yeah. fuck off. Uh, Alanga, I don't like, he's between 33 to 48 million. I don't know if I want to loan him back in, even though he's been class like this season. I don't know if I want to loan him back. Like 29 goals, or 29 appearances, 9 goals. Uh, overall, 37 appearances, 16 goals, a 7.09 okay. rating. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's been quite crucial to getting me up and but he might be more league. value to your in, you, he might be more valued by being sold by your United team than yeah. retaining him on the present team exactly yeah my United I just have too many players at United like I have about I, like if you look at my Man United loan list like look at all these players I have out on loan that's a lot that and they is, all have to come back and most of them are like wonder kids yeah. like I've sold Diallo even though he's playing great he went, he's class with Rangers class with Benfica class with AC Milan I was like I can't fit him into the site but I have like wonder kid Giorgio Scalvini he's been at Redden look at that it's like class. 7.31 rating Calvin Ramsey he's been at Stoke Jaden Sancho was at PSG I have uh, Alanga of course Garnacho was at Bristol I have Joseph Perridge from Croatia who did really well um, I have Hannibal I have Makuku Angelo fucking Adeyemi's out on loan Facundo Farias Fabio Carvello Ronnie Edwards Tom Bischoff like a lot of them were wonder kids like so I don't know what I want to do uh, I'm going to sell fucking Harry Maguire though I'm trying to sell him for 40 milli vanilli and he's like oh I want to leave but I think I'm going to sell him yeah I'm just accepting a bid from Chelsea 40 million so Harry so Maguire done dusted yeah he's going to go to Chelsea see you later Harry but yeah what are we going to do well, we got to figure it out, and we would like your suggestions as well. We've uh, looked at the possibility of, uh, uh, I don't know if we can do like a draft season. Big teams. Uh, we could do big teams. We could go and we could go, we'll see We'll see how the Premier League is looking, because the Premier League will be closing off in real Chelsea, life. Chelsea and Man United are ninth and 10th. That we did have that suggestion as well. Um, uh, interesting to see how you would get on as... At Chelsea, that nah, fuck off, and how I would get on as a Liverpool supporter at Man United. Nah, yeah. no. Why would you do that? Like? Can you imagine that? Um, plus, we've also we'll also be like two or three seasons into the universe, so a lot has changed at both clubs. But yeah, Diego Simeone at Chelsea, his job is uh, kind of insecure, and Ten Hag has already been sacked by United. Um, so there's a there's a lot of change and a bit of potential there, and they won't have European football to contend with either. Ah, so we could do another two seasons. So, so it's a, it's a straight it's a straight shootout for the season side of things. So. We'll see. Premier if you League want to go to Liverpool, law, I want, I want, I won't say no. Well, Liverpool, you, you, t- you tend to get advantage over me in a lot of cases. Liverpool are very well resourced. Yeah. We haven't done Liverpool and United as the ultimate kind of as the ultimate as our, rivalry. As our swan song. As our swan <laughs> Sean swan song. Um, but look, that's where we're going to leave it for the minute. We'll if talk we did it. Liverpool and United to take us up to twenty twenty four. 
So you like that's what annoys me. It's like you have one season to blast through it, but like I'm such a fucker, I can't stop buying Wonder Kids. You can't. I can't stop and looking at the actually. You. Like look at fucking Bell. Look what you did to me with Belljoy, you son of a bitch. But I, I printed off. I at least I printed off the first. You know the the next gen, uh, the next gen fifty list that comes out. Makoko is top of it. Gavi, Kamari, uh, Seaman at Stuttgart, Vanner <laughs> uh, at Bayern. But what I'm starting to see is new gens popping into this like from kind of 10th place down like Tell is there uh, Sheldrop is there for Benfica Duranville is there at Anderlecht there's a lot of kids and there's a lot of clubs with a lot of money a lot of money we just go we just go shopping for the summer did you ever get a proper wonder kid coming through your youth setup? ah not that I can not that I can think of and if you're meant to have like the best youth youth setup in all of the fucking land and you never get any. You're like, what the fuck? Fuck this game. Yeah, no, my, my latest youth intake for, for Frankfurt hasn't been great. I won't get the Benfica one for another month or so yet and see where we're going. But I, I did have I did have a, I did have a wonder kid in the Benfica ranks last season and I didn't pay attention to him and United came in and snaffled him. Uh, on a free transfer to leave on a professional deal for the summer go on United I know so that's where we leave it for this week we're going to be wrapping up Germany next week um, surprise surprise we still have jobs you still could get sacked by the end of the season you never could know could be dead after the stag a, so. lo- a lot is a lot is on the table uh, at FMF show on Twitter if you want to get in touch or email podcast at fmfshow.com new episodes every Friday wherever you do your podcast listening including Spotify Apple Podcasts and on the official website fmfshow.com until next week we'll talk to you then good luck <laughs> The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.